On today's job board, we have rental clubs, drones, passion, breaking stuff, the owner's old car, Tiger Woods, night golf, hack attack, and of course, of course, happenings. The views and opinions presented in this episode of From the Jing Weeds Podcast is shook a dozen Matt and Dan and do not reflect those of their respective clubs. The content of this podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. And now, let's tee off. sim two drivers yeah so and, and uh you say you're on staff yeah fucker so he fucking hey martin can you uh call the rep he's like yeah sure and he checked on the website um on there basically pud fucking deal so he gets inside there and it's like oh it's 390 i was like yeah i got buddies that bought it and they said it was 404 after everything so he goes, you know what? Let me call the guy. He goes, I haven't talked to him ever. Let me call him. It's a good way to introduce. <sighs> Called him, left him a message. Guy showed up at the golf course the next day. Can I come down there tomorrow? Yeah, sure. Hey, uh, so uh, what do you think about going on staff? And he's like, um, okay, what what are the obligations? He goes, well, you got to buy a certain amount of product, but our hats, you can logo them any way you want. You can tear the tailor-made logo off of it, and they're 9 bucks for these fitted hats. Martin's like, uh, yeah. He's like, and anything else? He's like, yeah, just sell your basics, you know, uh, golf balls. You know, they don't have to be priority or whatever. And Martin's like, well, what about rentals? He's like, oh, yeah, we can do rentals too. He's like, okay, what do they cost? He goes, no, we just give you the clubs. He's like, you just got to pay for the bag, and we'll replace them every May as long as you keep them here. What? <laughs> uh, okay. And he's like, uh, yeah, my uh, superintendent wants to order this driver. He's like, all right, cool. He's like, uh, I can put him on staff too if he wants. And he's like, okay. And he's like, what does that mean? He's like, well, right now, he goes, it's gloves and balls. He's like, and we'll give you six dozen right now and six gloves. And then whenever you run out, you just call us and we'll just replace them. And uh, he's like, but in June, uh, once... Because TaylorMade went through like a lot of bullshit of being bought, sold, yeah, right. all that transition. So it was in hell there. And they did a good job, I think, keeping it on the down low outside of like the Golf Channel and ESPN talking about a major company. You know, it's like either Nike. It's really Adidas. Adidas in the basketball game also all of a sudden didn't has buy problems. Adams? Huh? Didn't TaylorMade buy Adams? They bought. Well, Adidas bought Adams and TaylorMade. Okay. Uh, when, my, when I had the Adams... I got dude, the I Adams. Like my Adams, dude. I got the. I know. I. Yeah. I wish I never changed. To tell you the truth, you had the CV4s, right? I had the same ones you did. Well, then I had to get to the XTDs. I liked the black ones. Uh, I had the black ones. Yeah, yeah. they're the Pro A Pros or something like that. Dude, they're awesome. Uh, yeah, I know. I still have them. I kept mine. Um, but I had to send those back to get my XTs, right. which I didn't mind, but I like the ones for. Yeah, but my buddy was a sales rep for Adams, came out here, uh, my buddy Smitty's stepbrother, um, he came out here for a conference. They had the huge conference. They announced that they were being sold. So when I went down to meet him to go out boozing with him, uh, he had his clubs lined up against the wall. 
And uh, I was like, what are you doing? Cleaning your fucking clubs on vacation? And he goes, no, you fucking asshole. I'm giving them to you. (laughs) I was like, oh, I was like, that's cool. And he was like, oh, Adidas just, they just announced Adidas bought TaylorMade and Adams. So we're going home and getting your to be fitted for for TaylorMades. And at that time it was the, is the PS, PSIs or the PS2s irons. That's what was coming out. So that's what he got. And then I almost ended up with those because he was calling me. He was like, dude, my game sucks now. He's a fucking legit golfer. And he's like, my game sucks now. And uh, so send those things. And then all of a sudden he started playing, figuring them out. Yeah. And he's whatever. But yeah, so all that happened. Anyways, um, so he had said, well, if he waits till June, um, We'll see what more we can do because some other shit will be cleaned up uh-huh. and we'll be fully able to do it. And then he told, Martin told Lori, who is our only other salary person in there. She takes care of all the men's games, the tournaments, the ladies group. She plays in the ladies group. But she's also second cashier in line. Yeah. And uh, she said, Martin was telling her, and she goes, well, can I get on staff? So we called the guy. He's like, well, you know what? Why don't we sit down next week? Because to put more people on, there's more obligation and whatever. And he's like, Martin's like, okay, with figuring with all these deals, yeah. you know, he basically said, I don't want to make you exclusive anything, but I'll sell the shit out of it. And I was like, Martin, I was like, I don't know. Whatever their marketing is, whatever is going on, it's better than ping. They have better players you know, that are prominent yeah. on this stuff. So I said, just out of that fact, it's probably a better brand to keep in here than, but then you think it's old people, the old people. I love the fact that we have Ping, you know, Ping, because it's yeah. a hometown deal. You know, yeah, Ping right. is here. So we should all be supporting that, I think. But it was like 20 grand for our rental sets and they're sweet but you know they're the 410s the 410 irons 410 woods and everything and uh they're sweet and but we had to buy them you know you couldn't get on a deal so now it's up to us to sell them and then re-deal with them right when we want to and this comes along and they're like oh here you can have this Callaway does the same thing i think is ship them back and forth you ship the old ones back and they send you a new Okay. But if you got a missing set, you got to pay for them. Right. Okay. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Yeah. I don't know why. I can't imagine. I bet more clubs are sold off of you renting a sweet set of clubs. Yeah, for sure. Rather than, oh, I'm going to go to, they got a fitting guy over there. No, you got to go fucking play with the whole thing. Yeah. Did you have, like your courses you grew up as a kid or your first ones you were playing, did you ever have to rent them? I've done some rental sets that were a mess. You know, like two seven irons, and they weren't the same. And it was just like, I know. What the fuck? You, my boy, you go now, and they're oh, dude. fucking sick. Oh, yeah. They're I top mean, of the line. Whatever's next or drivers, last year. Yeah. And Indian Wells was the latest and greatest Callaway. Yeah. You know, like we've probably got the, the big birth or whatever at the club now. Trash Cobras at Highlands. Did you? Trash. I thought yeah, they were the ultimate player assistant. You know, the top line of it was like fucking a half an inch wide, huge cavity backs. That was, you know, hybrids were kind of just starting uh-huh. to come out or they'd sneak in that real fat, juicy four iron, but it wasn't quite a hybrid. Yeah. Oh, that's what they were. That's what I was there. Great rental story. I was up in uh, 
Wisconsin. My sister-in-law got married up there. And there was like one of the day. I don't know. It was, the wedding was already over. All hanging out. It's just family left. It was, but we. It was like a cabin type place. It was pretty cool. But anyway, there was like a golf course down the street. And I was like, why don't we just me and my brother-in-laws and like he. My brother-in-law has a couple kids that are older. I was like, why don't we just wheel over there and play nine holes, dude? So I walk in there. I'm like, you got any GCSA deals? He's like, he looks at me like I had a dick on my face. Like who? What is the GCSA? <laughs> right? No sweat. Whatever. Yeah. Pay the forty dollars with, with rental set. I think I had a junior women's lady set, like the noodliest shaft oh, you have boy. ever seen. <laughs> like, I it was more flexible than a senior flex. It was such a noodle. It was brutal. And uh, what was that like? Forty bucks for that? I mean, I, yeah, it wasn't. Anything. Ours are like seventy, but it's oh, still forty it's bucks good. for golf and the rental. Yeah, it's crazy. Like compared to what. I mean, that was obviously like one of the last times you yeah. ever did it. And it's great. You know, how old were you? Not that long ago. 30? Oh, it was probably 10 years ago. Okay. Right? It's uh, amazing that that still goes on because I can't remember the last time I rented a set. This was like a muni in the middle of Wisconsin. You know, yeah. like it was. When we went home uh, for my brother's golf tournament, the charity golf tournament that he did, um, when he was still alive, we were. You know, I headed home and we had this fucking crazy benefit stuff and whatever. And then we had a golf tournament. And cool enough is the pro at the golf club that we had it at uh, was left-handed. So I get to play with his gold ping eye twos. No shit. They were old school. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, they're my old clubs. But then here, I'll give you his, my good, my new driver, my new three wood. But my old irons, yeah, you can fucking definitely use those. They were awesome. Yeah. They were awesome. Uh, and then the following year he gave me what was the other one, you know, whatever the newest pings, his new ones. And I think they were like the G 25s or yeah. something, but, uh, yeah, I haven't rented in so long. Um, so for like 70 bucks, whatever you're like, holy shit, that's a lot. But Dave that I used to work with at Highlands, he calls me one year. He's like, Hey, I got some, uh, guys coming down there. Uh, some customer superintendents they're going down there for the phoenix open uh can you get them on my deal is a the wrong time of year and yeah. i told dave this in the text message it was hey you know what goes on this week oh yeah and i can probably get them on for the card holders rate if you know which is 85 bucks and he's like yeah and they're gonna need rentals too i was like all right i can't cut deals on that because everyone's gonna be renting clubs yeah you know they're gonna be sold out i've been plenty of times during that week we are 25 sets or whatever we have are all gone and uh i was like yeah they're 65 70 bucks for rentals i was like uh yeah they're uh ping g25s you know <laughs> yeah. whatever they were at the time they're sweet clubs and he's like oh shit that'll just show you when was the last time i rented a set of clubs yeah you know it's uh it's fucking nuts but they're money makers man rentals you pay for those fuckers quick because I think it was, I don't know, they were play, paying, I think we paid like 800 bucks for a full set. That's a smoking yeah. deal if you got to buy them. You know, all the irons, three different woods, you know, that driver, three wood, deal. and then the bag. Um, the other thing with TaylorMade is if we get those, they give them out, oh, or part of the obligation is uh, they you give them 
and it cost us, again, the sleeve of balls. That's one of their things, too, is you got to put throat. We'll give you the clubs. Oh, yeah. Check. Yeah. you got to buy the bag. Okay, you can get good deals on those when I buy 25 of them, you know. Right. It's not like they're going to be $230 bags or $400 bags, right? Yeah. And the other thing is you have to put in a sleeve of golf balls, uh, and that's cost you. Okay, all of that's yeah. like, yeah, fucking done, 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 done. <laughs> Just see your bags is like a four-inch PVC yes. <laughs> with like a duct tape strap. <laughs> Or just the, the Sunday bags that, you know, yeah. the little walker ones, you it's know, like and there's leather. enough room literally for three balls. Yeah. That's the three balls the you one get. one little bag on the front. Yeah. It's you know, a brown leather bag and one strap. Yeah, it's actually a little fuck. It's the rope that we use for <laughs> rope and stake as your strap just hanging over your shoulder. <laughs> and just clank, clank, clank. All your clubs just shoved in Those this Those are nice irons. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> They're just clanking away. Oh, fuck. Yeah, but I thought that was cool, you know, so we'll see what comes out of that fucking whole staff deal. That'll be great. And even just cutting the deal on getting clubs, I mean, that's part of the reason why we fucking, you know, take advantage of why you're there. You know, the guy that sells fucking Toyotas pays less than I do. Yeah. Or if he doesn't, get the fuck out of that job. Yeah, Yeah, right. You know? Uh, I mean, TaylorMade stands to win. What do you play? Play TaylorMade ball, you know? Yeah. That's just free advertising from a guy in the golf industry. Exactly. Mizuno was out of my range last week. I saw the pictures oh, of that. Oh, dude. Those HMBs are nice. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I need to stop hitting new clubs because it's like, you know, I went and played yesterday and I played like shit. I'm like, you know, maybe I could pull the trigger on those HMBs. Where'd but you play? My place. It oh. I uh, went out with a prospective member. Oh, prospective member? Yep. Nice. So how'd that go? So you and who else plays? Me with my GM, uh, another member, and then the, the prospective. Okay. Uh, it went fine. It went good. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I played horrible. It's oh, 87, no. yeah. 47, oh. 40. Which one did you play? Well. Oh, okay. So you don't try – Do you have it? has it ever been like, hey, we're going to play the front nine on quail and the back nine on white wing well, just he, to kind of – This this member is going to play white wing on Saturday. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. So. Huh. So I don't know. Well, I, I just – that sounds so interesting to me. Is you roll with the new guy or the GM does? No, the perspective or the uh, the other member. The member does. So yeah. it's you, the GM, rolling together. And how's that go? With the, with the GM? Yeah, it's like playing. Uh, it's, it's just golf. Fun. It's not. Yeah, we're just playing golf. I mean, talking a little bit this and that. Right. Like what's going on here? What's going on there? But I mean, he gets it. We we talk. You know, we do the ride around on Tuesdays. Oh, you do. A ride yeah, okay. yeah. We have a meeting that we ride around look at the golf course. So, work. I mean, I talk to him every day anyway. So yeah. he's up to speed on everything. That's going well, I don't on. have to ride around fucking anymore because Martin just bought a brand new drone and this thing is fucking sweet. Yeah, dude, that's all. You can he work uh, he got a cheapo to try it. I'm not sure. Whatever he spent like 300 bucks, and he's into the whole technology thing. Yeah. He understands like what makes a good camera a good camera. You know, I hear a number and then a fucked up word, and I just think the higher the number, the more the fucked up word. That must mean it's good, yeah. right? So it's like, oh, it's got four thousand fucking whatevers, and I'm like, I know Giga. Uh, I'm gonna go mega. find the one that's got six thousand of them fucking things. Giga, Mega, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Superplexa, yeah. <laughs> Gigantor. <laughs> like that's you, yeah. And it's got six thousand of these fucking things. That's awesome. You can fit it in your back pocket, <laughs> yeah. And it flies fucking wicked, fucking fast. I'm like, yeah, bought. 
So the first one was cool. It's a Polaroid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tied to a string, and you just fucking whiz it around over your head. And just spin it, and hopefully it takes a couple pictures. Where kids, you press the button. It's like a plane attached to a string, and it zips around the string. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Take Put your phone tied to it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he bought this thing, and he. I show up the next day. He's like, drone came in. I'm like, oh yeah. And he's like, yeah, it's right there. And he kind of is looking like kind of weird at the other desk. And I look over at it, and the fucking propellers are all fucking scratched up. It looked like he had it for a year, right? And I was like. <laughs> that's it that's how it came and he's like no i practiced yesterday he's got a flagpole in his backyard he's like i immediately took it off and flew it straight into the flagpole the skinniest fucking thing in, in the entire desert and he flew it straight into the fucking thing and it just went right down to the ground so it's like he, if you're on a par four and the only thing out there is one palm tree yeah whack and it comes rolling <laughs> so right up back next to your feet yeah. oh you mean oh, no, like the par the five yard that's never had goes, a ball in the backyard <laughs> That, that would suck if that happened <laughs> no it did it did so anyways you know he flies the thing around then we meet on 10t i'm like hey let's go take that thing the sun's coming up over here and he flies around we go loaded in the computer it's like god it's just it looks cool it's all right he lost connection like four times long story short traded it back in they took it back in and he said his note was, I lost connection, which legitimately was happening. That yeah. was happening with his phone, the Bluetooth in the thing. So it would just kind of fly wherever, kind of hang out there. You're trying to bring it home and nothing's happening. Well, he just said it lost connection and flew into a flagpole or a tree or whatever. Hopefully Amazon's not listening to this. Uh, so <laughs> we're safe. Yeah, it's, I think we're good. Oh, shit. It's downloaded. It's on Amazon Music. <laughs> Dang, someone's listening. <laughs> Fuckers. So anyway, he... Gets this new one. Spent a couple more hundred bucks. Complete game changer. This thing's badass. The camera is fucking wicked. Do you have the wicked goggles? Model, whatever. You- no, but the control. It's just it hooks up to your phone, and then your phone slides onto the remote. Yeah. Of it, and the controller is real sturdy. The other one was like that shitty fucking remote control car. I'm sure your kids yeah. probably having with the little wire thing, and it goes ten feet away from you, and it loses connection. The control yeah. is. The weights and the battery kind yeah, of right. thing, all plastic. That was the first one. This one is a legit, something's in your hand. You yeah. know, it, but it, he flew the thing the other day. Well, first he loaded the thing up and I was like, all right, let's not put those on fucking the internet. You know, because you're flying over and it's just like, oh, all I'm looking at is every spot all yeah. over that. Now you can see it from a complete different angle. So then he flew it at a different angle, lower to the ground, and it came out pretty badass. Yeah. Um, but no, it looks good, but it's just I notice all the shit to the point where you definitely, I mean, you see it. You see it better. You see it totally different, a totally different perspective. You can really see, like, dry spots when you're right on top of them rather than driving by them or dr- even driving over them. Yeah, right. You know? Uh, so couple hundred bucks and you get yourself a pretty sweet drone you know it's under a thousand bucks and i have buddies that have like the first generation badass ones that you have to buy your own gopro and hanging off this thing and that's like four grand you can get this i think you paid 800 bucks for it but it's sweet you know if you could utilize it you know especially like at your club if you could get your club to fucking pay for this thing 
and he, well, what are you going to do with it? Just fly it around? And it's like, zip, fly one fairway, load it in the computer, and be like, no, I'm going to look at that shit. And they're going to be like, what? oh, yeah, you probably could use one of those things. I wonder how I'd go at my place with all the homes um, zipping around. I think, I think you'd be fine because... You know how many phone calls I would get? Yeah, but if it's you doing it, and it's not like there's four of us out there racing them around yeah, or whatever. What are you doing? Look You're at my old literally lady driving the, like, the whole, you know, and yeah. as long as it's doing it and you pick your times to do it and they kind of know, know, put a fucking flag on your cart. That's big orange thing that looks like an airport, you know, the fucking yeah. wind cone with a wind <laughs> sock. Just put one of those on the fucking your cart and they'll understand what the hell you're doing. Like, don't worry. I'm not looking at your fucking wife's took us you know while she's sitting out by the pool you know yeah uh here andy i'll chuck this in hey everybody welcome to episode number 42 of from the jingweed we are once again standing in my backyard or actually sitting in our backyard we got beers today uh maddie off the wagon on a friday got beers got uh leah's cousins in town so he's got a roller hockey tournament no shit. Yeah, got a roller hockey tournament going. Uh, we're up up in Anthem? No, you know what? I'm not sure where it is. Uh, I know we're just hanging out with them. Uh, I got men's club tomorrow. She's got some obligations she's got to deal with with dance. So we won't see him until later. So we can't make it to his game, but we're going to be hanging out, I believe, tonight and then uh, tomorrow, which is fucked up. They live in Vegas. Uh-huh. And uh, so she's talking to her cousin. Hey, what are we going to do? What, you know, what time you want to meet up? And what? Oh, my wife's got uh, reservations at like 8.30 somewhere. I'm like, 8.30? Who the fuck goes out? Yeah, who the fuck goes out at 8.30 p.m.? And and I'm saying this to my wife. I'm like, who the fuck goes out at, like, starts the night at 8.30? Yeah. And she's like, "Uh, they live in Vegas. And she's like a concierge. And she works like, well, and I was like, oh, nightlife people. Yeah. And then I think tomorrow we have, uh, I know she made a couple reservations because she's not quite sure what, like when hockey's going to end and all that, his games and stuff. So, yeah, there's a couple reservations we haven't decided, but she has one at 1030. <laughs> 10, 1030 at night? Like, what the <laughs> fuck are we doing? I'm going to have to sleep all, sleep for three, all goddamn three day. Yeah, so he's got uh, that thing going on. So, And then I got men's club tomorrow, which will be cool. Uh, but here we are, once again, in my backyard. Let's get this thing rolling. Uh, what's going on? What's going on on the golf course? I Anything mean, good? <laughs> No, same old. It is warming up until today. We had that frost, but we got fucking didn't mow tees, didn't mow fairways, rolled greens, um, and had car path only till nine o'clock. Pretty could have pulled it at probably eight thirty or so, yeah. but six and seven, my low holes, fucking frozen. Yeah, we have frozen. So no, but we're we're actually mowing grass. You, you can just see it starting to turn the corner yeah. a little more green in the Bermuda. So I yeah. think I'm gonna. I gotta. A spring rake all the rough maybe and just kind of fluff it up and whack some of that dead stuff off and push that lower the heights in the rough because it's all dormant yeah maybe some new new green stuff just to get it going a little quicker so okay. it's nice to see 75 and sunny yeah it is and next week i saw 81 possibly one of the days so if we yeah. can get up into that and then the nighttime was like low of 49 47 yeah. so that's the huge part is that nighttime thing and then, fuck, we're going to start getting rid of that, thinking about getting rid of that. I know. Right uh, so I got verticutters set up this week on the fairways, made a couple passes. I kind of like what I see maybe a little bit deeper. You know, I don't want to touch the Bermuda grass mm. other than its leaves, maybe tickle and pull some of that dormant leaf blade off. But I don't want to hit any of the roots. I don't, you know, that's not where I want to go. And 
Excuse me. That was a good one. Damn, beers on a Friday. I'll get you. Uh, so I don't want to tickle. You know, I just want to tickle that, pull out a little bit of that top thatch mat layer that's kind of hanging around, open it up. And I do think that when we do that, we've talked about it before. Do you make that ryegrass just like, woohoo, weather's perfect for ryegrass. Here yeah. I go. So I've well, always we, battled that, but it's the right thing you need to do. You I have to so. start at some fucking point, so. right? Yeah. And you gotta also. You got to get the sun down. You got to get. And, you got to uh, get warm up the soil. Right. And so along with the verticutter that I'll be doing that, I got um, some old solid tines that I had on um, my greens before the last time we solid tied greens in August. I uh, kept those things. And this week I'll go down two passes around the greens and the collars and then two more passes out in the approach. So four passes total in the approach. And the reason why I'm one I'm saving some, I'm not using brand new tines. You know, all I really want to do is open up holes, get some moisture down in there. Yeah. So I don't want to waste the money. So if you on a tight budget here, use old ones, do something that'll take one day. And then I have the, uh, 864, the big air fire. Uh, I've got that thing out with one inch solid tines on it and doing high traffic areas and liking it so much. Um, it's, I'm going to be, it's hard pressed to not, just say fuck it and do the whole hole really you know uh, yeah they're worn out you know they're worn out so they're probably three quarters at this point you know Uh, essentially you do that to your greens you make the greens right what's Uh, the difference and it's way less you know disruption other than the real hard areas where it really bangs in there and whatever you know i was pulling out decent sized rocks today they get stuck in between the tines and yank it out so that's good that i'm ripping those things out i think and you know, machines bounce and bounce and bouncing along the edge of the car path. But once you get to the edge of that fairway, you know, all the work for how many years yeah. I've been doing this is finally working. So things going in and out. And I'm like, man, I'm not even putting a mower on this. And there aren't many golfers I would ever notice that I was doing this. So I'm scratching my head. I'm like, all right, looks like we're doing this. You know, if not all the high traffic areas, um, all the little kind of weird spots in the middle of the fairways that I struggle with. But I know once I start doing that, by the time I'm circling and driving around and trying to find all this, it'd just be, fuck it, go. Yeah. I mean, it's good enough condition that you can't, you know, it's no mud, nothing else. So fuck it, go. Yeah. And that leaves me with, I'm way ahead of the game. You know, another month ahead of the game. We talked about it a hundred times is the window of what we care about overseas is January. Because here we are at the end of February, we've already done some things to we our greens just had a frost delay. now and we just had a frost delay and we're and i'm out there banging holes thinking now i'm growing bermuda grass my brain is starting to go into or at least prepping everything for that right you know giving it its light giving it its space you know get the moisture down in there you know it's now time so essentially for all you grass fucks that's growing bermuda grass <laughs> yeah um I mean, did the whole range the whole back of the range tee so kind of use that as a gauge see what it looks like on monday after the mow and then that'll probably really tell me all right how far am i going with this thing uh so that's what i got going on and then i'm going to run the verticutters in the fairways just the fairways i'm not hitting the rough the yeah. rough will make the Same biggest thing, real light mess. just trying to thin it out yep uh but i can't get in there like you you know your roughs are not overseeded so yeah spring it up and pull that leaf blade off yeah, is the way to go up, i down. can't go in there that'd be be a nightmare but right. i've already lowered heights on you know i lowered heights two weeks ago in the, the rough. rough 
You know, I lowered a quarter inch, which isn't much, but if I waited till next week and that shit starts taking off, I'm bailing hay and I'm not getting them down, you know, fast enough. Right. Do you spray so, out? Uh, yeah, I will end up spraying out. Yep. Yeah. When do you do that? Um, you do it on a date or you do it at temperature? No, I kind of do it on the temperature wise, but I want it, you know, last year I did the for I did the end of, I think the second to last week, third week is what we call it, is uh, of May. Remember I did the driving range. Remember how hot it got though, early? Yeah. I did the driving range in May and then did the rest of the place by the second week of June. The rest was, of the place was done. It was so hot that summer, last summer. Like I, were, I was going to test out Revolver at one third weight, one third, wait two weeks, go yep. a third. Just because I... I had always gone on a date. Like May May fifteenth is when I usually shut down eighteen holes. Okay. And yeah. so it'd be two weeks prior. We're gonna spray out May first. Doesn't matter. Right. And I kind of get snake bit two years ago because I think it got cool. It was cool along. Yes. Remember that? Yep. And that's when like, the greens came back fuck. with a vengeance. After yeah. That. Yeah. Remember that? So I was like, shit. And I've I've never had like always the first course. I like the May first was always the struggle. Yeah. Then the second course I would close what four or five weeks later. We would spray out two weeks prior to that, and it was always a better transition. So I'm like, you know, there's something kind of just like overseed day. Yeah. No longer, and I feel like the climate's kind of shifting. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, Like the sure. monsoon seems to be shifting, not this year, but kind of into October, it seems like. Yeah. So I was like, fuck, fuck doing that. Well, I'm just going to wait until it got hot. Well, the last year I did the, went out, was going to try the one-third, one-third, weaken it, weaken it. Yeah. And then, you know, by the time the third app, I just did one, one. I think it was three ounce rate, right? If you do revolver, three right. ounces, one three ounce rate, the thing was fucking smoked. Toast. Yeah, Dumb. and we had a great transition though. It was based on I think it's the weather for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's the way to go because, uh, you know, I do it. I I airify greens the Monday after Father's Day, so last year it was a week earlier than it is this year, mm-hmm. and that's that's kind of where it was like, all right. Everything's covered in sand. Everything's beat up. That's my motto is let's beat it right now and deal with it all rather than greens, a shit. A couple weeks later, fairways, a shit. A couple weeks later, tees, a shit. So just fuck it. Do it all at once. Because I'm I'm contracting. Well, I hope, pretty sure I am contracting this year for the first time uh, doing fairways, airifying them. Just to do the whole place yeah. at once. Yeah, that's so smart. I you mean, know, just with we, I think we can talk about it a little later in this episode about cruise size and and the passion. But while I'm thinking about it, it was two years ago when it was really cold too. I aerified greens. It took all the five week closure for those things to yep. heal up. So I have the benefit of being able to close for five. What weeks. are your greens? Tiff dwarf. Tiff dwarf. Okay. I yeah, have the benefit are, of closing are a little bit and more. like making it. Right. For you, it does I mean, I guess a question. Do you think about what size tine you're going at? Maybe you go at a, a quarter inch tine or a three eighths inch tine and let them heal faster early, and then you can go bang a three quarter inch tine later. Or right. is it just like I do? So doesn't matter. So I use the Air Two G Two all winter, so I don't bang pencil tines. But yeah, April. So I'll do one more. I did my February Air Two G Two. March will be my last one for the season and then april i start solid tining solid time top dress um my other my goal also is to get that i have 328 
So that shit greens yeah. up and starts growing pretty easy. It transitions real easy. Is get them as transitioned as possible before that time. Okay. You know, I'm not spraying it out, but it's it's being out competed by the three by the three. Yeah, but it's still got to heal. Correct. So um, if, like if you go like I, we went out. I think it was just a half inch tie. It wasn't big. And like I said, it took all that. It took forever yeah. for it to heal. No, well, but uh, it didn't matter because it's closed. Yeah. Nobody's playing it. Does that, you know, when with I do open, I do half inch and quarter inch quad tines every other tine. Okay. So my philosophy behind that is more holes pulling less stuff is going to equal to being, I think Istrick will yeah. tell you this that it equals more material pulled out. No, for sure. And then you get better healing. So that's how I do it. And then I go over them again. So I bury those with sand. And the next day I put on three quarter inch, no, not three quarter, three eighths tines on the quad tines. They're just solids. And I put a fucking shitload of sand on top of them. Because mine are push-up greens, too. So yeah. in that process is I'm trying to change out right. the whole soil structure of the green each time. So years now, they're, five years they're fucking pretty damn good, yeah. you know, as far you as cut compared a cup, to... You got a I don't decent. get to the bottom. We don't. Fi- we only find knife blades now. Yeah. So we don't really hit the rocks <laughs> quite as often as we used to, you know. And then our cup cutter's lasting a little bit longer because we're not getting into that. Yeah. You know, mine were fucking five inches of sand if that and then it got into the coarse push-up native soil uh which is just the riverbed from the verde river or the salt river whichever one runs through that place and I, i've played your place obviously quite a bit you don't have a lot of mounting on the inside so you go yeah. out pretty far and right then when you're dusting fairways obviously you got that to level one out yeah um, but you haven't had to go in and like cut anything out on the collars or anything oh but- no nothing no there's no liner in it there's old smiley face drains in it yeah where the they daylight literally, I mean, a lot of my greens are all elevated. You know, yeah. 80% of them are all elevated. So the uh, daylight of the drain is like three feet in front of the middle of the approach. Dude. When so I- when I flush them, fucking, it's the biggest mess out in front. So How I don't does that flush happen? No idea. Is it and it drains into native soil too? So is there a potential that, it, or do you have like a vent, or does it back up? No, green? no. I bet it backs up. I bet it's all backed up. I bet they are. I bet they've never been touched. Um, they were redone in '83 yeah. from bent grass to uh, three twenty eight. So it's not daylighted, and it's just daylighted. So it's, not it's underneath the ground. Yeah, it's under the ground, so it makes a bubble, and you go over with your shovel and you whack it. I mean, I've seen your greens that are really good. It's surprising, like if you listen to Istrick you can back up all those that bad gas yeah like it correct were, like considered putting like a vent or, or, uh, or i mean your greens are good so maybe you know it's kind of one of those things is in well mine are all yeah they're all surface drained yeah and i've said that you know when the air 2g2 goes over when i first started that and i went over the front of 8 and 11 they're my most pitched with however you would call it. it's like convex compared you know with a uh or concave convex would be the like bubble concave yeah. where the green meets the approach. So all your moisture sits right there. When I first would hit the fronts of those, they'd blow the biggest bubbles that it would rip the turf. Now it barely rips yeah. it. Do you, do you say that's all air 2G? No, it's all, it's everything. Right. But that has definitely helped a lot. Um, I put more holes in that fucking golf course than I think a lot of people put in, anything with 
what we have going on, you know, with it's me and my assistant running these machines. And one of those things is I remember being at Highlands and Phil saying to us with the solid time. Now that's on damn near at this point, borderline sand capped fairways. Uh-huh. If that solid time is not running, we got a serious problem. We would, it would just go. It would just go all the time. Uh, even in the wintertime, by the time I was leaving there, we were doing high traffic areas not long after overseed. Mm-hmm. You know, just as soon as carts were out there, we were following those carts. But, I mean, that's what pays off, and that's when you have a guy that can do that every single day. Right. You know, so what I'm saying is for what we have, I think we do a good job is, all right, our ass is open. No, <laughs> Whoa, that was weird. Uh, <laughs> our ass is free. <laughs> not quite as weird uh <laughs> it needs to sit on a tractor it's free and open. yeah it's free and open it's open for free uh it needs to be sitting on a track on a tractor you know yeah and this sounds weird when your ass is open and when your ass is open for free uh it needs to be sitting on a tractor banging holes <laughs> just, how's that all sound no wonder why people think fucking gloves. superintendents are idiots because shit like that comes out of their mouth and it's like no man i'm i gotta go airfy high traffic areas but we say it, or i, I say it in the, in the way to say it. i need to go bang some holes when my ass is open with a half inch solid <laughs> with a half inch solid seven inches long <laughs> quarter inch solid time jesus get your mind out of the gutter yeah no shit so it's getting it's uh it's getting to the point where it's getting fun you know again yeah. where shit's going on you know because those months december january frost delays all the bullshit and then nothing going on. You can't do anything really cultural or, you know, almost like experiments. Hey, should I be doing this now? Testing stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, we're almost getting in. So right now it's getting fun thinking about what you're going to do, how you're going to do it, yeah. and should you do it. Uh, but every year it pays off. But every year we get soon, you know, sooner and sooner and sooner. My, This is a month late for me, uh, Verticut and Fairways. Well, I would call it grooming. Yeah. You know, if I wish I could have the groomers on the fronts of the fairway units. Uh, but my, I don't know, there's way too many trees, sticks. I just see that, you know, becoming a fucking maintenance nightmare. We'd be breaking so much shit because my guys drive over fucking everything. Oh, everything. There's no getting off. There's no getting off um, so... I'd rather have the big verticutter blades and just set them at groomer height and just go out there. Yeah. So. You know, and when I th- I kind of want to. I made a note for us. I had a good discussion with my assistant today about what happened, and I don't remember if you ever told me you were on the crew or just a spray tech straight away. But when I was on a crew, there was like I don't remember many guys that were kind of just, yeah, you know, like everybody. It was every always a competition who had the straightest lines on the greens. Right. Who, who raked the best bunker? It, the, we all, it seemed like we had a great group of dudes that all gave a shit. Right. And I've, I feel like we've just reached a point where that guy, I mean, you got a couple on your crew. I've got, let's say, 17 dudes right now. Yeah. Five of those dudes care. You send a guy out to blow fairways and you see him out there raking up leaves and picking yeah, up palm picking frogs. Up the stuff, yeah. You know what I mean? And the other guy is just going to blow the shit on the path or it's like, what? What happened to those yeah. guys? Did you have the same experience? Because I remember even was as an assistant going, it was just like we kept con- 
Yeah, there's onesie twosies back right. then. When I started at now it's, so my first golf course job was at Western Skies, and that was kind of the same scene that I have now, um, where it was there's too many family members, too many really good friends. Yeah, and it was them against the superintendent and the assistant. You know, or at least against the superintendent. Um, and the assistant kind of tried to play nice guy. And I came in there, kind of ruffled the feathers. But they left me alone. When I became the spray tech at Highlands, um, that was a whole another show. That was a bunch of guys that had been there. There was there must have been 10 or 12 of them that had been there almost since the place was built. Right. So we're talking 20 years into that place being open. These guys are still working in there. And they gave a shit. They gave pride. Then you had the next group down that were the kind of the horse workers. Yeah. You know, they were the new generation. They gave a shit. And then the seven or eight of them that were just interchangeable and whatever. But they treat it was all a test for me there. They tested me with everything. You know, it was asking me why I why I walked fast. You know, you need to do this. But they wanted to. I felt a couple of them wanted to see if I would buy in. To the laziness we're selling you. Are you a really a good worker or can we just manipulate you any way we want? Mm -hmm. So let's try this. Hey, you mowing greens, man. You got to slow down. It's the weekend. You know, we can get this done fast, but they're going to make us do other things. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I just set this thing on fucking go and walk behind yeah. it. And however long it fucking takes me, it takes me. I'm not trying to beat anybody here. I'm just doing my thing. Regardless. Yeah. If my second job's string trimming, I'm still walking. Yeah. It's, well, whatever it is. Yeah, I get it. We're out of here in four hours, but there's plenty of shit to do. And I was hired as a spray tech, so it was like, well, I can go and sweep up around my shit. You know, mm -hmm. I could, quote unquote, waste time doing something that's will benefit me on Monday and Tuesday. Mm -hmm. You guys are probably going to grab the string trimmer and go or go blow or, hey, go cut this branch real quick before we take it, whatever it is. Um, but once they figured out that I was not going to buy into their shit and then obviously I was cool with them, uh, they, I got along great with them. There was never an issue. The crew I have now, I just found that I have a guy today that works almost three years with me, can't change string on a weed eater, and didn't know how to check the oil in the cart. Every single one of them will mow through everything. I don't care how many times I tell them. No, right. They mow through every, every gopher mound is run over. In my place, they bring up huge rocks. Just mowed right over. Um, yeah. So, yeah, if you're listening to this, it's dog shit. You know, it's dog shit. And I don't care about fucking blasting somebody about it. It's, this is what the type of, I guess, mentality or person you are. You don't give a shit. You don't respect the person that's paying you's salary, his property. You don't respect that. That's fucking fucked up. It's just the... I think just of it, when you think that of it passion. that way, it's like you don't give... No, you don't just... You don't respect anybody yeah. else's shit. You know, I remember the... I, like, I, early on, I finally got to mow approaches. And I just went over this dip and it broke off uh like the reel on this triplex and i was i was so scared to them call mechanic i was devastated yeah. it felt so bad you know i was like i'll pay for it you yeah. know i was like and it wasn't even something i did it was this little dip and the mechanic got there and before he got there i was freaked out and he's like oh dude somebody just did this last week or whatever this thing's a piece of shit okay like, you know the yep. we, we got to figure out a way to get around whatever 
Now it's broke a reel. Fucking wheel that thing back to the shop. Get off of it before anybody knows I was on that. You know, and just grab a cart and get yeah. out of there. You know? Yeah. Or anything. You break a reel, they just park it. Um they it's argue like, with the mechanic constantly. Yeah. Uh, which is bullshit. Um, in my eyes. Cause if you are a turd that doesn't give a shit about somebody else's stuff, don't you think you kind of want to befriend the guy that fixes the shit? Instead of the guy that goes and tells your boss that you broke another fucking weed eater head. Yeah. I mean, that is that in itself is wild to me. And me and my mechanic talk about it all the time. It's just like, dude, I wish I could do. But until we offer more to get people that give a fuck, this is it. This is it. Right. Um, and it's, I, and it stinks because I do have some that have potential. If they understood the better you do for us and the owners, right? That's the end result here. The better they will do for well, you. Well, how many times so you stop this? If you pay cr- me more, I'll work harder. Bullshit, you will. No, if you work hard, I will pay, pay you, you more. more. Exactly. That's how it works. Yep. And I, you know, I feel like we spend a lot of time bagging employees, and that's we not do. my thing. And, and and I don't think that should be the intention of what we're talking about. But, Mike, I guess today was like the passion is lost to me from when our generation. Yep. I think even a lot of superintendents in town, you know, would say the same thing. Is if we just cared a little, which is why we're yep. in our position now. Right. And, you know, like if you – I think if you want to be a superintendent today, give a shit. Because sometimes the dudes – I don't want really to get into that. It's just the passion is lost for caring. And the difference that touch makes on the overall appearance of the property is crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the dude that'll stop and pick up the trash or the guy that's blowing that'll stop and rake up the extra leaves and put them in his car and yep. get the palm frog or just be driving around to maybe he's going to work on landscape, but it's all something over there. He's going to go pick it up. Right. That touch is gone. Yes. Yeah. I, I agree. I, I don't know if that's for everyone. Like for you talked, sure. like you talked about, you could put a dollar it's a nine on nine to five. You could. Yeah, and you could put a dollar underneath that piece of trash, and they'd go grab it in a second. Oh, dude, I used to put golf balls right yeah. by a piece of trash. They would pick the golf ball up and literally not touch the trash. That is crazy. It's just like, just grab it. The you, only you thing right, the yeah, the only thing right now that I can see that I have tr- well, there's two things I have t- trouble picking up personally: cigarette butts. Yeah, and now fucking masks. masks. I won't touch that either. You know, I think just, yeah, it's gross. Snicks wrappers. Beer cans, I don't know why. Their mouth's been all over it, and they're fucking yeah. just as gross. But it's, I feel like I can grab it from the other end better. You know? Yeah. I can grab it from the, the mask. Yeah, the mask, the mask. I don't know. That looks like a pair of soiled shorts on the fucking ground. Yeah, you know, you're waiting mask. to see a skid mark and fucking... Why is their mask out in the middle? They wipe their fucking hoop with the thing and chuck it over there, and now I'm going to grab it? Yeah. That is, and to continue with this, I had a good conversation as an assistant... You know, the superintendent would stop me and he said, you know, why why can't you get this guy to stop driving up? By He's doing T service and he, he keeps driving up to the T. And I'm like, look, I tell him, yeah, you know, drive away. Here's the reality. That guy's making nine dollars an hour. If you want the dude that's going to put it to the another level, yep. he can go anywhere and make nine bucks. Yeah. If you want that extra touch, let's offer fifteen dollars and then we can expect that because if you're not cutting the weight. You're out. Yeah, right. there's another dude that's going to... That's going to want 15 bucks. Yeah, for the job that used to pay nine. Okay, yeah. now it's more attractive. you got you got to adjust your expectations to reality. You can't expect, you know, somebody 
at nine bucks an hour right. perform a job at twenty bucks an exactly. hour. Exactly. Yeah. Then set it at twenty and then we can set the expectation. This is what we expect. Yeah. And then hold them more a little bit more accountable for it. But I know And we've reached you know, a point where it's like yeah, he's not picking up trash, but he's showing up. I know, and that's yeah. the fucking part that Man, makes he keeps me doing the same cuckoo. thing over and over and over. But he's showing up. Yeah, ah, he's two no call no shows. But when he's here, he can do bunkers. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah, it's and and it's not. It's everywhere. Restaurants. It's everywhere. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, it is everywhere. Um, yeah, I don't know. Again, if anybody has ideas, fucking please tell us what you're doing for incentive. Because yeah, I mean, what we're doing obviously isn't working. There's a club in Palm Springs does a, a carne asada every Wednesday, and it's like that's my that's my retention. Yeah, you know? we throw a carne asada party every Wednesday. Yeah, you do kind of pizza party isn't once carne a month. Asada, yeah, yeah, okay. we'll do a carne asada or a pizza. I the need to get. We used to do carne asada, but the pizza's just been a little. It's just so much easier. To it's easier, yeah. Otherwise, it's the whole thing. We're going across Phoenix and then getting the meat and grilling and yeah, cleaning up. Yeah, you got to cook it and all that shit. Yeah. Or do you get one of the chefs it. come to do it? My or what does one of the? Oh, he does it. Yeah. Yeah, we had when we were at Highlands, one of the guys would always do it. Uh, but I don't really, you know, I don't have it to offer him. Um, and to be quite honest with you. Point the finger at me. I, I look at it as, for what? So you can go mow through all the sticks and all the fucking gopher mounds and yeah. everything. Else. Like that's how I look at it. Is throwing fucking a taco in their face is not gonna give them make them go, huh? This is awesome. But more than one shirt and one hat, and a little bit better pay. Uh, then you can adjust your expectations. Then you can yeah, exactly. And you might get the but guy that's then, looking for that stuff. And, you know, we're such a small company, we don't even offer health insurance. Yeah. You know, we don't have to. Uh, we're going to look into it because we think that that's one of the next levels. And people always say, oh, those guys don't take it. Uh, be nice if they, if it was offered. Yeah. They don't that, have to take it. I should be an say option. they have to offer them. But, well, boy, it's a lot easier to put up on a job posting is, hey, we get yeah. fucking health insurance and a 401k plan. Sometimes you get a guy that's a little better quality. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I don't know. But I, I will say that these fucking beers are pretty damn good. I know. They uh, Firestone Walker 805s. Got to get the cerveza kind brewed mm. with lime. Real nice. They got wine in it? It's lime. Oh, lime in it. I was going to say wine in it? That's fucking <laughs> gross. Wine and beer. We buzzing. Yeah. So I had a uh, speaking of, you know, we kind of got on this whole thing of, you know, what we used to do, you know, how crazy, you know, your employee. Could I picture my old boss dealing with what we deal with today? Fuck no. Fuck no. You know, uh, he'd go bananas. Well, I went fucking pretty well bananas uh, on yesterday. So we have this guy. I won't name names. He. uh Probably because of the things I said to him, I shouldn't name names. He used to be the quote-unquote handyman around the shop. When I first got there, he would fix things, and then two weeks later, you're fixing it again. And then I'm like, man, what is? who's this fucking hack? Uh, he comes out to change out the fucking lights, and next thing, the lights don't work. Uh, I find out that when we got the new pump station two years before I showed up there, they had a problem. They needed, you know, a fuse in there. He put the fuse in backwards, almost blew up the whole fucking pump station. It was like, why is this guy touching this shit? You know, rather than calling the 
fucking tech that is Watertronic certified to come out there and fix it. Mm-hmm. You put these other guys in there, and then there goes your warranty when some other fuck. Yeah. You know, guy opened up the cabinet. $300,000 investment. When they needed him to come and fix it, uh, he looked at it, and thank God the breaker was doing its right thing and, you know, breaking. Because yeah. when he opened up the dro- doors to look at it, he was like, uh, shut all the power down. He's like, uh, I'm not touching fucking any of this until all power is off here. You know, uh, so all this shit, it mounts years and years and years. My first day there, I'm st- sitting in front of, I used to have Rainbird Irrigation. I'm sitting in front of now a Toro computer. I have three weeks before I oversee the golf course, and i got to figure out how the fuck this thing works. <laughs> and uh, this guy comes, the whole crew's gone. One thirty in the afternoon, this guy comes in, grabs it, doesn't say hi to me or whatever, flicks on the lights, goes over, grabs a uh, mallet, and he's got something metal, goes over to the bench and starts beating the fucking shit out of this thing. Just bang, bang, bang. And I'm like, what the fuck? And he leaves. And he comes back. Does the whole thing again. The next day, the same thing happens. And finally, I walk out there. I'm like, hey, man. I'm like, uh, who are you? Yeah. And what's going on here? And, uh, oh, I'm the handyman and this and that. And I'm fixing something for the owner. Okay, okay. All this shit goes on. He... Took cha- he takes chainsaws. He thinks it's his shop. Let's cut right down yeah. to it. He, for years, he thinks it's his shop. I've had screaming matches with him before. Well, now it's official. The owner is no longer going to use this guy for anything. He has fucked up enough. And we're talking years before I got there, he had been the guy. So Thursday is half crew. My mechanic's mowing greens. I'm spraying greens behind them. Cup cutter. And the bunker guy, right? So we come in to the shop. We're all kind of following each other the whole time. We come in, and there is my owner's old car up on jacks, up on the jack stands, uh, sitting in front of my mechanic shop where his car is blocked in. But it's all up in the air. It's not moving. I caught word that he had bought this thing off of my owner. This is the handyman who's not supposed to be around anymore. Well, he's down there using everything at the shop willy-nilly. Well, I wheel down there, and he's in the way. I can't get through with the spray rig to get out to clean out to my clean-out area and clean it out. So, And it's not the car is not moving anywhere because it's up on these blocks. And I know the whole story of how it's been sold. So I wheel down there, and I said, and it gets, it was pretty bad. Um, picture this at damn near the top of my lungs. What the fuck are you doing here? Get the fuck out of here. Uh, he's like, I'm fixing the owner's car. I went, you motherfucker. You looked me straight in the eyes and you lied to me. I said, that's why you're a piece of shit. I said, get the fuck out of here. I said, you bought this thing for $1,500 the other day. I said, I know the whole story. I said, you look me straight in the face and you lie. And it goes on and on. Oh, I don't know why this is a problem. I'm now... Because you don't work here, dude. The, yeah, so I give them all that. I said, fine, fuck it. I told the I yell. I'm like, hey, guys. I said, we're all going to Jack's house. We're going to break into his house. We're going to use all his shit. We're going to eat all his food. And we're not going to clean a goddamn thing. And we probably might steal a utensil or two. Because he has stolen my tools over the years. He came in one day with this big, giant F-350 dually. And I'm like, damn, Jack. I'm like, you got fucking. You said his name. That's all right. Yeah, beep yeah, that beep that. Beep that. Uh, I said, so he rolls in with this big ass thing and I was like, damn, I was like, you got this big ass thing. I was like, that's a nice rig. Where'd you get it? Oh, it's a friend of mine's and he's over in my nuts and bolts cabinet. Right. I said, so what are you doing? I said, whose is it? He goes, oh, a friend of mine. I said, so it's not part of the family. 
And he's like, no. I said, uh, so what are you doing? He goes, oh, I'm getting nuts and bolts for it. I said, no, you're not. I said, get the fuck out of here. And he's like, oh, all I need is four bolts. I said, for what? He goes, oh, she wants me to bolt the generator into the bed of this. I said, so you're stealing from us. I'm not stealing. I'm just using nuts and bolts. I said, no, you're stealing. I said, go down to Ace down the road and put those in your pocket, just like you're going to do now, and walk out without paying for them yeah. and see what happens. So this is just, there's so many stories I could go for an hour about how bad this is. So I scream and yell at him, call him a piece of shit and all this other stuff. Tell him to get the hell out of there. And uh, I told him, I don't care if you, I said, I looked at him as I was walking by. I said, go ahead, call the owner and tell him I fucking yelled at you. You know, all this stuff. I go and sit in my office. Well, it's when it's dark in there, there's actually when the two garage doors open, a glare goes on the window in between my office and the shop. So he can't see that I'm sitting there. And he looks at my mechanic and he says, how come Matt? doesn't like me and why does he go why does he yell like that and i was like oh so again even louder than before because i'm fucking crazy (laughs) i'm fucking crazy and you're a piece of shit you're fucking in my way you're running you know all go on and on and on and on he comes walking into my office and i'm still going about how tired i am of him just thinking he can do whatever he wants whenever he wants and he lies all the time to try and make it better that you think that you're working for the owner but yet all this shit has always been your own personal stuff and then as calm as i can be i looked right at him i said is there anything else i can help you with if not get to work or get the fuck out of here so i am heated i get out and i drive off and I get up to the number 10, I wheel around there and I see, you know, along the edge of the car path is uh, kind of a burned area. And I was like, oh, let me run the sprinkler ahead and make sure it's adjusted correctly, you know, because it looks all dry and shit. I'm trying to calm down and, you know, mm. ah, running the sprinkler, quiet time and whatever. A gentleman that has been playing there since I started never, ever, ever talks to me, ever all of a sudden starts about three weeks ago, him and his partner start talking to me at lunch while I'm trying to eat. If I'm ever up there, they finish in right in my face while I got a sandwich in my face. So that drives me crazy in itself. It's like I got a lot of times I have papers out in front of me. I'm doing kind of my invoice stuff while yeah. I'm sitting there. You know, I'm busy. I'm not just fucking shoving a sandwich down my face and they're always in my ear. They're all the guy, course is great course is great you know is this all you do is eat lunch yeah man that's yes caught me again you know whatever so he comes he's on his morning his little walk morning walk so he comes and jumps over the fence and i'm thinking to myself man i just want to be alone not today need to be alone he's a nice guy he is a nice guy i'm like you just just get away and he goes what are you doing I said, I'm just adjusting sprinkler heads. I said, there's a little dry area here. Um, so I'm making sure it works correctly. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, I played the golf course across the street yesterday. Oh, God. Uh, God, it looks like a damn war zone over there. I said, that's great, man. I said, and you have no clue what they're dealing with. None. And he's like, whoa, whoa. And I was like, you know, I was like, I'm not, I'm sorry, I'm kind of, coming off at you differently i said but i'm really tired of the general golfer uh 
just shooting their mouth off about things you don't know what you're talking about. And he goes, yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just telling you that it looks awful. I said, yes, exactly. You don't know what they're dealing with. You don't know their salt levels in their water. You know, all the just culmination of shit. And he's like, hey, man, I just, I'm just trying to tell you, you do a good job. I said, so does he. So does he. He does a really good job at what he's fucking dealing with. I said, but yet he's got people like you. I said, why don't you wheel into the golf shop after? Don't come to the guy that works at the golf course across the street. Wheel in the golf shop and say, hey, can I speak with the general manager? And when he comes out there, say, hey, I'm just wondering, what happened to my $185 that I just played to, paid to play this place? I just want to know, is it because, you know, what, what is it, the water we got to pay for? What are we paying for? Are we paying for the view? All right, fine, fuck it. We're paying for the view. I won't come back. Don't go ask the guy or tell the dude across the street or bash it anywhere else because you don't have a fucking clue what you're dealing with. He was pissed. So I slapped my fingers together like I was dusting dirt off my hands and said, took care of that at lunch. <laughs> He'll never talk to me again. So sorry, dude, for blasting you. You caught me in the wrong mood, but I don't care. I'm tired. I'm tired of that. You know, the constant, uh, wah, uh, uh. you don't know, you no. know, you don't know. You don't have half a clue of what you're talking about. I've buddy that I hung out last weekend with was, oh, this place trash, this place, this, this place, that. It's like, God, dude, you know, then stop playing. You don't go there. Or who else are you telling? Are you only telling me because I work in the industry? You know, well. Let me start smashing your friends because every one of these ones you're talking about, I know who works there and I probably played it and it's not, it's nowhere near what you think it is, you know. Uh. Today's episode is brought to you by Par West Turf Services. Visit parwest.com for all your golf course and home course needs from the T-Jet air induction spray tips to the walk mower LED headlights. Be sure to check out the 2021 catalog in the app for all the up-to-date products. Par West Turf Services. Use promo code Jingweeds for free shipping on orders over $250. Did I? Oh, guy played Kierland, uh, which the fuck did you watch? The Chicklets? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, no. I, <laughs> I will not. Everyone, if you want, if you want to sit for an hour and laugh as hard as you can, go watch the Chicklet Sandbagger. Uh, Nasher. Nasher was so funny. Doan, Shane Doan. I mean, he's a funny dude. He's as clean as clean living gets. One yeah. of the best goddamn hockey players that's ever played. Uh, he's kind of he's funny in his own way because he's very dry and quiet. Yeah. But Christ, Biz in wit. Biz was in one. I I can't even tell yeah anymore. Just go watch it. And anybody else that's interested, they played at Kierland. Uh, they did a really good job on all the whole film work and everything. And that place was great. But I thought it was great. But it's again. Dude, the point he, being is dude, a place like that with all those carts and those four wheelers and the surfboards was like, dude, that was, uh, I was getting anxiety when I asked Jordan, I was like, Hey man, I was like, how much anxiety do you get watching this? Yeah. And there's a dude climbing the side of the hill and all this stuff. He's like, Oh, I just turn around and go the other way. And I was like, I would have to, that would be one of those places that it would be very hard for me to not drive around get everything done in the morning and as soon as the place was full never go out again because just making it around if you went against traffic would 
take forever because it takes forever on my place. It takes forever. Stupid things. And then you got to see all this stuff going on. (laughs) I would fucking lose it. I mean, I lose it enough as it is. I just did. (laughs) And if you had a fucking peasant golfer, I would. It would be hard. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I guess why I don't work for a big resort. (laughs) (laughs) So, note to anybody that wants to hire a superintendent, I'm probably not your guy for the resort. Knock me off the list. Mm. Ah, might as well cover. So, we've seen too much chatter about it, but the uh, Tiger Woods thing was pretty fucking wild. Yeah, I can't believe. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. It is crazy, and I don't even know what to say about it. It was just one of those fucking like, wow, that's that's uh, wild. Uh it's just it's unreal. It's it is unreal, and I know we kind of are in the whole golf industry, so we pay attention to a lot of the news for it. I thought was real wild is that just proves how much that guy has moved the needle over so many walks of life. Whether you were into golf or not, you know who the dude is. Like how big he is, is the night after it happened. uh, No, the night it happened. uh, I turn on the news here, the nightly news, and it was... The first minute was Tigers in an accident. Uh, he sustained whatever injury. In, how am I doing? <laughs> I have an injured head. So he sustained these injuries. And then for eight minutes after that, it was how. Oh, uh, excuse me. <laughs> for eight minutes after that, it was the uh, how Tiger Woods has experienced Arizona. Really? And it was like, what the fuck is this? So they showed like the hole in one on 16 and 97 yeah. and then the moving of the rock. And, <laughs> you know, then the guy that got attacked. The one thing I forgot about is the guy that fucking was heckling him and they arrested him at the Phoenix Open. And that was the last time he played before this most previous because he had like a decade that he never yeah, showed up. Right. And the guy had a gun on him. Oh, really? Yeah. I totally forgot about that. And they showed the fucking cops jamming elbows in the back of his head and whatever. And the guy was... He had a heckler removed, and when they went to remove him, he, like, resisted, and he ended up having a gun on him. No shit. Yeah, and then he played what it was two years ago, and that was, what, three years ago? Oh, when he, he had played the yips. one in the stands. Yeah, when he had the yips, he was fucking chipping everywhere all over the place, you know? So, but it was so fucked up, I was like, wow, you just, your nightly news in a pretty big city, Phoenix, ever heard of it? Uh, one minute of him getting hurt in eight minutes of him just fucking being here in the valley. Yeah. It's like, this is weird. And now the coronavirus numbers, and I was like, holy <laughs> shit. Like, I was sitting there, and I'm like, this is fucked up. But then it's, you realize, like, how much that guy and how many people have, like, made it, like, a holy shit moment, you know, of, like, and the same sheriff apparently reported Colby is reported this. Jeez. You know, it's the same area. Yeah. All that stuff. That's what I heard. Uh, and who knows? I think you know, by the like, time I heard of it, I think everybody was worried. I think they said it was no alcohol was involved because, like, wasn't right. the day before he gave an interview where he looked sleepy? Oh, he looked like, oh, ripped, ruined yeah. at the uh, Riviera yeah, when he was like, doing the interview. That turn, he was probably going too fast, and it, they have a lot of accidents. There, yeah, so I don't think it's anything crazy. But, but it's it's, it's crazy. Alex it's Smith style. style. It kind of sucks for the game because it's another year of not having Tiger. Right, and there's always a little extra juice. I mean, when Tiger was at his prime, golf was booming. You couldn't yeah. f- you couldn't build golf courses fast yeah. enough. That guy moves the needle for golf. And we need him. Yeah, on and when he course. won a couple of years ago, 
uh, his first tournament that he won back, and the crowd's fucking going crazy, and everybody yeah. almost forgot it was about PGA Championship. Yeah, PGA. Yeah, Web almost forgot about it all. And then he won the Masters, and it was like, holy shit, Tiger's back. And then I'm, he's just been competitive and at least been there. I would love to see like golf course numbers on if rounds did increase, like the the month after he won the Masters, if people were just you know fired yeah. up again to go play golf. Yep, that would be interesting to know. Uh, it must have been close because that's no, yeah, it must. I bet it did. I bet it did. Sure. Um, a freaking fuck, a pandemic fucking made it, it go puts through the golf roof. Back in the forefront. It's exactly yeah. what we need. And uh, now, I mean, he's Alex Smith style. Like they were worried about his fuck. They're lo- worried about infection most at this yeah. point. You know, so like I mean, Alex Smith came back to playing quarterback in the NFL, so I think he can pull off swinging a fucking club. You know. But if anybody can, Tiger can. He always comes back. <laughs> you always bounce back from all your problems. Know, this... And that shit is why. Like, could you imagine picking up your phone and being like, ah, I think I'll tweet out a fucking prayers up. <laughs> prayers up for guy I don't even know. Your thoughts and prayers. That's oh, a big part Jesus of my take joke. Christ. What is it? The, Pardon my take. The, oh, thoughts. Tease and peace. Because <laughs> everybody's <laughs> yeah. like, thoughts and prayers. Like, oh, really? Yeah. I mean, great. Guy's alive. Good. <laughs> uh, hey, you know what else I got is, uh, so Gary Brawley that designed that yeah. uh, putting course, he uh, contacted Friend me last night. He must have been. What's that? He was on the pro. We yeah, he was one of our guests as well. Uh, so he was coming back down the hill from Prescott or whatever the other day yesterday and he sent me a text message he must have been just listening and uh he informed me that night golf out here can't happen because of how golf is connected with residential oh really 90 something percent of the golf out here is connected with residential and that's the reason why it can't have lights um but there is land out here where we all know where federal regulations don't exist and he thought, hmm, maybe that's where we can do it. Yeah. So we started texting back and forth. And he said, well, really, one of the main reasons is just to give that golf course, you know, the grass needs a rest. Something it needs a right. rest. Yeah, you know, yeah. we're bitching about right now. And he brought up a point is you're bitching about right now about, you know, single people in four, you know, yeah. four carts per group. He's like, imagine that all day and all night. That's a good point. And I said, well, I think we had talked about that it was, you have a multi-course facility, and that one that's lit, that's all it's there for. So you get one or two that are played, 36 of them are played during the day, Yeah. you know, and then you have the one that is the nighttime. And uh, we got chatting back and forth, and it was... You know, him being the architect, I think the wheels were really turning. And he said, I think I'm going to go talk to some people here and see what happens. And he said, uh, he goes, I'll have to give you uh, royalties. And I said, ah, we'll just name it the fucking yeah. Jingweed Links. But I think, like, at a place like Indian Wells, where the sun goes down at 530, just nine holes lit up yeah. is going to be that much more. You right. don't even have to go till, I mean, sun's down at 530. You don't just, that's an extra two hours. You know, go till 830. You're right. not going to really... But I get it. You don't want that extra traffic. And that nine's going to definitely be more beat up. Mm-hmm. But you're able to capture that much but more. But I thought, uh, like, if a place like the Little Wick at Wickenburg Ranch, if that was fully lit mm-hmm. and only was n- evening and nights, that would be Well, or okay. like, you know, because 
one of the major problems that Ed talks about it with that place is kind of like the, the old the redheaded stepchild type thing is you got to get the golf course ready and the crew ain't big enough to take care of all of that and that's part of an HOA uh, so it's free to whoever lives inside yeah, right. there. There's no fee for it, so it gets beaten. It's new golfers, and it's such a cool course. But he doesn't like it because it's a playground. It's not a yeah. true traditional. Hey, this is a golf course with right. a lot of rules and regulations. And uh, so, if you took that something like that in a community and was able to golf course guys get done with the first course they're going to need that extra time to take care of that so it's not going to open till one or two in the afternoon and then it goes till seven or eight yeah that would be that would be sweet that's how i even you could come off 18 holes and then go play that right i think that's how you could four o'clock and kind of put it together to make it work right yeah for sure but i I thought the interesting part was there's a major reason it's the fact. I don't even that it's think you need. I think to, a par three course would be the perfect thing for that. Right. And you can and I know we can you could institute kick golf or frisbee right. golf or whatever. Frisbee golf. Frisbee golf. Paul Paul Macbeth just signed today a fucking ten year ten million dollar deal to be the highest paid frisbee golfer. It's on Barstool. Go watch the video. Dude, he could take an apple off your fucking head with a disc with a frisbee from 200 yards away. No shit. It's insane. His like no one apparently he is the Tiger Woods of frisbee like golf. he's on a whole another level. Guy signed 10 year 10 million dollar with a fucking not a bad gig. disc company. Not a bad gig. <laughs> no, not at all. And when you watch it it's it's wild what he does. I mean the shots he was hitting with not like luck. These were, this is where I'm putting it. Just like a fucking pro golfer. Yeah. This is where I'm putting it. The disc takes two directions. Slices one way and then fucking wheels. And we're talking a couple hundred, like a hundred yards. And then bails the other direction around a tree and lays right next to it. Not like hole in one crazy yeah, shit. Right. Not like trick shot. Like, okay, now I'm six feet from the basket. That's After crazy. it just went around it was crazy. It's like 15 minutes long of these this kids' highlights. It's crazy. Yeah. So Paul Macbeth putting the fucking game on the map. The galleries were enormous. In really? The videos. Enormous. You know, it's all years past yeah. or whatever. But they were for disc golf. Yeah. Way bigger than a collegiate golf tournament. I'll Way bigger. Check I'll check it out. Yeah. It's, it's, but it, that's funny that you just brought that up and I had it in the notes here as to, hey, mention the money that's going into this. So yeah. we made... So I think I'm gonna have to head across the street to the fucking disc golf up against a mountain, and maybe, maybe I'll get on the senior tour of the disc golf. You know? Sign a little ticket. Yeah, but fuck this tennis elbow I got right now with the golf swing. I call it tennis elbow because it's tendonitis. But God, I'm afraid to take a big divot. That's how bad it hurts. Really? So, and it's in the left arm. That's throwing arm. No bueno for the old disc. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to wait till the senior senior <laughs> open of that. Hey, so you know one of the other things that we got coming up soon is uh, got another hack attack event coming. Uh, so this podcast like fucking worked out, and so did that post on Facebook. Yeah. Because Robert down, he's the assistant that takes care of Abiante at Camelback, said that he found the podcast. And started listening, and he's episode three in, and he's like, I want in on this hack attack thing. <laughs> I was like, all right, man, this is how it works, man. And why don't you host us? We do small groups right now with just eight guys, whatever you can host. But yeah. that's like, we've had four, we've had 15. Yeah. Uh, 
But if you can host, we'll come and play your golf course. Yeah, you know, sure. no problem. He's like, absolutely. So we're going to play March 10th at the Aviante. Uh, we have eight of us. And that's what he had going. So uh, he's excited to get involved. He played, uh, kind of saw the game a little bit when we were at Phoenix Country Club a couple of years ago for the annual meeting. He, yeah. You know, he'd mentioned that to us that he'd played in that group and he thought it was real fun and whatever. And I was like, hey, you host, you're in. Yeah. You know, and it's not like that's the way you need to get in this kind of winter thing is that's kind of how we're doing it because you know this nobody can really put out no one's going to be able to put out the groups that we want but yeah, right. what it does is for us that wants to play every golf course in the valley it's like all right cool you want to host we're in we'll bring them and uh keep in mind summertime we like to put out 30 40 guys yeah you know, right. we'll get a big game out yeah. there so i can't remember hack attack going to camelback yeah, it's going to be sick. Uh, I've been at seminars where we played after at Camelback, but uh, and it definitely wasn't the Abiante. It was the Padre course, which is a fine course. It's just totally different. Yeah, right. Padre goes through the neighborhood. The other one's much more linksy style, and it's fun as shit. Yeah. Uh, so if anybody gets out here to play golf out here, uh, that's way to go. And uh, another thing I saw was uh, to check out hockey this weekend, the, the outdoor classic. You know, they played on the golf yeah, course yeah, yeah, yeah. up in Tahoe. in Tahoe. There was an article in Golf Course Man Mag Management Magazine talking with the superintendent about how that all kind of came through because that rink was on 18 Fairway. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, so it's on 18 Fairway, and they talked about, you know, he had said that, you know, gotten a whole bunch. You know, my thought is I'm like, oh, man, that fairway is going to be fucked. Yeah, right. You know, you put all that shit on, and it was so like kind of came together so fast because they couldn't go inside stadiums. You know, those stadium games and the winter classic and stuff, that stuff's picked out years. In yeah, advance. right. Well, now we can't have people. So why put it in a place that's going to cost us a shit ton of money? They wanted that thing at daytime. We see how that worked. That did not work out well when the sun right. came out. So they ended up having to put up lights, but that's way less lights than you need for a stadium. So I understand. But uh, the whole process of that thing being put on. So I swiped down a little bit and... Uh, it's like, hey, you might be interested in this article. And it's uh, Mississippi. I think it's Mississippi has a triple-A team that they turn the baseball field into almost like a top golf. You know, you see the stadium oh, yeah, thing right. goes around uh -huh. to like San Diego, yeah. Padres do it. So they did that. Um, get sucked in. Now I'm sucked in on Golf Managed Magazine. I've never looked at that website ever in my life. And yeah. I get the email every goddamn week or month about these new articles. Yeah, right. And I'm flicking through and it says, you know, Here's an article back in April, and it's uh, one superintendent, 36 holes, closed golf course, you know, through the pandemic. And this yeah. was written in April. It was a uh, guy, Ben Ellis. I went to the fucking Melrose Leadership Academy with him. No shit. Yeah, 36 holes by yourself. Uh, he just bought everything in one night. For, yeah, point. oh, yeah. He's like, it said, it's like, I'm using the best herbicide. This is up in Virginia. Uh, I can't think of the golf course. It's part of the military base, Fort... Uh, Rovere or something like that outside it's in virginia just outside of dc anyways 36 holes uh 350 acres no one shit. dude yeah and i'll tell you right now after meeting him one of the only ones that i would say yeah i could see him doing that really uh he does luck. play in a group that's like a hickory stick group they all have hickory sticks they play in fucking tournaments and shit yeah. like that yeah it's fucking <laughs> wild uh but good dude a lot of work but he was talking we're using the best fungicides, you know, uh, all your growth regulators, anything that's top of the line. I'm going to spend that extra money now to make sure it all works, works good. 
and I get the best bang for my buck because fucking I got to, I'm by myself, man. I yeah. got to just keep it alive the best I can. And I don't know if they ever opened up, you know, right now I'm sure they're, well, Virginia, they have, um, uh, Bermuda grass fairways and tees. So it all goes dormant, obviously. Yeah. And, uh, so it must be just hanging out now. I'd imagine it closes down, but could you imagine 36, no. 350 acres no. of solo work? No. That would just be days dumb. on end on a mower would, in a sprayer. Just be yeah. He said brutal. it was, he mentioned the article, he mowed greens every other day. So he'd go do one course, mow them. And then the afternoon go mow whatever he could. Uh, and then maybe it was fixing a sprinkler head or whatever. He had his mechanic was on furloughed, but was quote unquote volunteering if he ever needed big help. But for the most part, it was a, uh, he could do his little handyman stuff and uh, if something happened in the mower, if it was out of adjustment, he just wheeled back and grabbed another one. Yeah, right. You know, <laughs> and then kind of took a day at some point and got them all good. Or maybe then he called in the mechanic and was like, "Hey, you need to come in and sharpen some shit for yeah. me." But uh, yeah, big props to you, man. And I give you props because I met you, so it makes that kind of story of like I can relate and I can see him being that guy. I, I mean. I can't see myself. I would just be like, fuck no. me. No. You know? I mean, I would literally, I don't know. You'd have to do it though, right? Yeah. You'd have, yeah, to, I mean, you'd you have would. to do it, but God, that would drive me nuts. And I bet it was, I mean, there are days anyways for them back east, sun up to sundown. Oh, for sure. You if know? you're by yourself, so, you're mowing nonstop, spraying. And if you got to take yeah. a day to fix it, mm-hmm. you know, that's just another day you're behind on. And that's got to be six, for sure six days a week, if not seven. That's crazy. But the way it was all closed down, I bet he was like, fuck it. Woohoo. I get to go. Yeah. I get to go in today. You know, I get to leave the fucking house. Yeah. But it was interesting. And then I, I stopped after that with the articles. <laughs> I saw one more I thought I was interested in. And I was like, you know what? I'll be here all night. I'm fucking <laughs> out of here. So, all right, man, let's wrap it up. That's uh, been a good one. Let's uh, thank everybody for listening. Par West, thank you for sponsoring. And uh, we will see you later. Stay pissed. See you guys. Love you, Mom and Dad.